everyone. This is Regina. Hi, horse lovers. This is Lynn. This week on the Horse Industry Podcast. Lynn, hats off to our supporter, Holla Denim. Everybody talks about how much they love Holla Jeans. Yeah, Holla Denim is known for classic style, symmetry, and modern branding. And Dustin and Darren are a blast to talk to and work with. So thank you, Holla Denim, for supporting our podcast. Lynn, I totally enjoyed doing the U.S. Presidents Who Loved Horses episode. And there has been a lot of people on the hip vip who have posted pictures of the different presidents with their horses through the years. That really spoke to a lot of people. When researching that particular episode, I came across a book called Riding with Reagan, From the White House to the Ranch. And it was written by John R. Barletta, who was Ronald Reagan's, I would say probably his primary Secret Service agent. And they had a very close relationship for almost two decades. So highly recommend that you get the book. Anybody that's listening, Riding with Reagan. I'm going to tell a little bit about some of the things from the horse person's perspective that I picked up on in that book. So John Barletta, he actually joined the Secret Service in 1974. His dad was a police officer with the with the Boston Mounted Police. And so John Barletta himself from from the early age was really attracted to and appreciated police horses and and horses in general. So with John Barletta being in the Secret Service, it made sense that when Ronald Reagan became president-elect, he needed to have protection. And John Barletta was tapped because he could actually ride a horse. So many of the Secret Service agents then couldn't ride. In fact, there's this story that Ronald Reagan had to help the agents off the ground when they got dumped by their horses. Now, I I guess I'd never really given it much thought. I assumed that Ronald Reagan picked up on the horse riding passion because he was a privileged, wealthy man in California. And that's just what you did. But the truth of the matter is, Ronald Reagan had a lifelong love of and appreciation for horses. In fact, I also didn't realize this, Ronald Reagan's early years were not what I thought they were. Ronald Reagan's parents, Nell and Jack, it was not an idyllic marriage. Nell was very down to earth, tell it like it is, and she was really Ronald Reagan's anchor. His mom is who he went to in times of grief, joy, struggles, etc. She was the rock in that family. Ronald Reagan's dad, Jack, was pretty much an absent alcoholic shoe salesman. They moved around a lot. I mean, Ronald Reagan, as a child, moved here and there year after year after year. And his birthplace was Dixon, Illinois, Oh, Rita Cornwell's town. <laughs> yep. Now, according to Barletta, Ronald Reagan was super polite. He never wanted to inconvenience every anyone or make somebody feel unwelcome. He was just a very, very polite man. Ronald Reagan bought his ranch in 1974. It was called Tip Top Ranch, 
But Ronald Reagan changed the name to Rancho del Cielo, which means ranch in the sky. It was 688 acres and it was not fancy. In fact, the Queen of England came and it also Mikhail Gorbachev came and they had this impression that they were going to come to this big, giant, fancy California mansion ranch. And it really wasn't. It was just this one story, plain, not a lot of windows home. Good for him. Yeah. But Ronald and Nancy Reagan absolutely loved their ranch. Ronald Reagan pretty much did all of the work around the ranch himself. He built the fences. He he was a digging kind of guy. And John Barletta would talk about how when Ronald Reagan would go out to clear brush or you know fix something in the barn, he would he would be out there working and wouldn't stop. The Secret Service agents would have to say, you know, President Reagan, you need you need to get a drink of water, President Reagan. We need to go in and get lunch. He loved it. He said that. There is no reason to exercise unless your exercise has purpose. And he found his ranch work to be the, all the exercise that he needed. And even these well-conditioned Secret Service agents would be covered in sweat, drenched in sweat and dirt and tired. And Ronald Reagan just kept right on going. He just, he wouldn't have stopped unless they made him. He built his own stalls. He marked his own trails. He would put the fencing up all around the ranch and Nancy would go behind him and paint what he had just done. They were really a a really loving, close couple. You know, and what I loved about Ronald Reagan was, was that as a, as a child, like I really didn't know his politics and I didn't care at that age about his politics, politics. And, and I don't, care today. I love it that he was a horseman, a rancher, and just had a true passion for the horses. And I mean, he took the Queen of England there. He took Mikhail <laughs> Gorbachev to the ranch. I love it. Yeah. And they were really impressed with it. And the ranch was really kind of Ronald and Nancy's refuge. And again, I always thought it was optics. I always thought that Ronald Reagan did the whole California ranch thing as this is me and I'm rough and tough, but legitimately it was truly like a photo, like a, a photo op, but it ex- wasn't a photo op. That was no, his passion. No. And when he was in, in the white house and he was presented with his agenda for the week or the month, he would often look at the person, his secretary and be like, I don't see ranch time. I mean, getting back to California to the ranch was tremendously important to him and to Nancy both. In fact, eventually when he did become president and they had to have the security there, the the ranch would have Secret Service dog teams, 54 agents, counter snipers. I mean, they had to protect this almost 700 acre area so that he was secure. There were 29 Secret Service vehicles. They had to put in a helicopter pad with hangar and then create it in a way that it was kind of hidden so that it wasn't obvious to, you know, bad people of where that where that stuff was. The sad thing about it for from Ronald Reagan's perspective is that when all this equipment and security and and counterterrorism stuff moved in. A lot of the wildlife moved out because the helicopters landing right. and the people people around. And that was really hard on him because he appreciated the wildlife there. In fact, there was a story that there was a snake in the road and he would he wouldn't kill the snake. He would just kind of usher it along. I mean, he appreciated the fact that 
he loved his ranch and he loved that land, but the creatures there, it was also their home as well. And so I do have a huge respect for him over that. Like you said, I'm not real familiar with his politics. And I thought originally that him being a rancher was optics, but the reality was that it was a true passion and a true love. He was happiest at the ranch, which it's interesting because when you think about a California rancher, I think of somebody writing Western. Ronald Reagan wrote English. That was really his preferred seat. The good news for his Secret Service agent, John Barletta, is that that's what he preferred as well. Now, here's something interesting. In the book, it talked about how Ronald Reagan always rode his favorite horse named El Amin or El Alamin or El Alamein. I'm not entirely sure how to say it, but that was a white horse. And Ronald Reagan would wear white jodfers and then he'd wear, you know, a polo shirt of, of some type. Well, when John Barletta first started working with him, he would ride a brown horse. So it was determined that a sniper or a bad person would be easy. It would be easy for them to determine which of the riders was Ronald Reagan and which of the riders was the Secret Service agent because they were on different colored horses. So what did they do? They got John Barletta a white horse and had him dress like Ronald Reagan so that there was only a 50% chance that Ronald Reagan would be killed instead of a 100% chance from a sniper. Wow. Yeah. And I might have just, I might have, I might have, if I were Ronald Reagan, I might have tried a different color horse for a while. Well, but it didn't matter. Either way, he's riding. And so you just got to make sure the Secret Service agent looks like him. So if the sniper comes, he can take one of them out. And maybe he's got 50-50 shot to actually I mean, get Reagan. things that you have to consider when you're the pres- president of oh, the United States. This book, I mean, it is, I can't believe the resources that are put forth to protect a president. I mean, and it should, but... The what they had to go through to protect him at the ranch is mind boggling, you know, and and again, despite whatever his political beliefs were, the sacrifices that he had to make and his family had to make in order for him to serve as a president, Mm -hmm. like you really have got to appreciate what they give up in life Mm -hmm. to to serve in that role. But then also to just try to keep some semblance of their own natural life or their passions, yeah normalcy in in their everyday life because i mean i couldn't imagine for four straight years of not being able to go ride my horse and i mean to be in a bubble so yeah good for them to make the efforts to let them live somewhat of a normal life yeah and i and ronald reagan himself had to do things like not jump i mean he really loved jumping horses and john barlotta was was like you know, President Reagan, if you jump, I jump. <laughs> you know, I really don't want to jump, but I have to do what you're doing to make sure that you're safe. We have to keep the leader of the free, free world. world alive. Yeah, exactly. You know, you mentioned normalcy. And one of the ironic things about that is Nancy and Ronald obviously love the ranch. That was not a place that their kids really went to. It really was for them. Now, through the years, I've heard stories about the strained relationships with Ronald and Nancy and their children, grown children. But at the end of the day, the ranch really was Ronald and Nancy's. It was where they had peace. It was, it was where they enjoyed their time together. In fact, 
Ronald was very insistent that he would get his own horse ready, not the Secret Service. And he got Nancy's horse ready as well. He wanted to make sure he got saddle on. The girth was tight. I mean, he prepared his horse and he prepared Nancy's horse to ride. And so then when the horses were ready to go, Nancy many times would go with him on trail rides. There was a bell he'd ring by the barn. And when he rang the bell, it meant that Nancy needed to come out and get on her horse. Today, that would be a text. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yes. And so that was the only time that that bell would be used. And then conversely, when they would get back, Nancy would be in the house and there was a bell up by by the house as well. And then when lunch was ready, she would come out and ring that bell. And then Ronald would come from the barn up to have lunch with his wife. Oh, that's so sweet. I love that. Isn't that sweet? And the other sweet thing is that when they were done riding, only Ronald helped Nancy get off of her horse. And John Barletto said that it was kind of it was kind of embarrassing because she would she would swing her leg over and she would slide down and Ronald would grab her by the waist and let her down gently. Aww. And then they would he would kiss her on the forehead. Aww. And that was their their routine. They loved each other. They did. They had a great relationship. Every single time she got off of her horse and her horse was called No Strings. No Strings was a gift from a California judge. His name was Bill Clark. But whenever Nancy would get off her horse, No Strings, he would kiss her on the forehead and they would have this loving embrace. And they even did that in front of the Secret Service agents. So anyway, that's very, it was very sweet. Lovely. They loved their time together, time together in the saddle and on the trails. So one thing that I also really respected with Ronald Reagan is that the horses always came first. It didn't matter how hot you were, how tired you were, if you were starving to death. When you were done riding, you your horse was curried, then it was brushed, its feet were cleaned out. That horse was that horse was taken care of before the rider ever got a chance to take care of him or herself. And that was important to him. And that's a true, that's a true horseman, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, Mm -hmm. when we're showing, when we're tired after we're done practicing at, you know, maybe you have a lesson, what do you do? You take care of the horse first, and then you get to go back to the horse trailer and relax. You know, and so many times at the barn, and this is okay if that's the way that you want to be, but if you're at the trainers and you get off your horse, you hand it to the trainer's assistant and they go do all of that part for you, rinsing the horse, brushing the horse, putting away. That's not Kevin and I always take care of our own horses. We enjoy that part of it. Well, I think that's a time when you you bond with that horse. I mean, yeah, yeah it's a it's a time to be with that animal in a way that's different than just asking it to perform. So I think it's important. Yeah. And I see that about, and I always think about that too, when I'm at the barn, like the people that don't even have, like they just literally shove the horses saddled. They come, they wait in the arena, they get on, they work the horse, they get off, they hand it off and they never have a moment with that horse to just be with that horse Mm -hmm. and enjoy that animal. Mm -hmm. It's just strictly, a means to compete. With, yeah. I, I don't know. That always, to each his own. Absolutely. But that is not the part of owning horses that I want to have. No, I and I enjoy that time with that horse. I mean, that's a, that's a relaxing way to kind of unwind after working hard with it yeah. or showing it. So Ronald Reagan would agree with us. I mean, he really, he really, that connection with his horse was very, very important. In fact, he was very... All of the horses on his farm, all the animals were very important to him. In fact, he had a horse at the ranch called Little Man. Well, Little Man fell and broke his neck, and the vet said that he needed to be euthanized. 
John Barletta was nervous to tell President Reagan that this horse had fallen and broken its neck. And John Barletta reports that Reagan was very, he didn't have much emotion about the death of that horse. He was just flat. And he said, well, if that's, if the vet says that that's what we need to do, then yep, let's, it needs to be done. Well, shortly after that, John Barletta found Reagan out in the yard, hand chiseling a rock that had little man's name on it. And Barletta said, you know, President Reagan, there's, we have tools where you can do that much quicker, much more quickly. And Reagan said, no, he said, I want to give to this horse the recognition of my work and sweat and tears for his marker as the horse gave to me. And so all of the markers for the different animals at the Reagan ranch have hand chiseled, were hand chiseled by Ronald Reagan himself. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. What a good man. He was a good man. And he, he did, like I said, he did that for all the animals. And those are where the horses are buried, the dogs, cats, etc., up on the hill at the Reagan ranch. So both Reagan and Barletta were members of this organization called Rancher- Rancheros, Rancheros Vistadores. And this was originally started as visiting ranchers. It was a social club. They would meet in Santa Barbara and go on like a 60 mile ride every year. Both of them were members of this and they still do it to this day. In fact, in 2022, the ride was on May 7th. It started in 1930 and it's kept on. The last nine years, the members of this social club have worn pink and they've raised $1.25 million for breast cancer research. Again, Ronald Reagan and Barletta were both members of this social riding club in California. Other members were Clark Gable and Walt Disney as well. Different people come from all over the country to participate in this ride from 37 states. And last year, I think there was like 750 riders. So being a member of that Rancheros Vistadores Visiting Rancher Social Club was an important part of both Ronald Reagan and John Barletta's life. So in the end, John Barletta spent 17 years with Ronald Reagan and Nancy Reagan. He had a firsthand, firsthand exposure to the kind of people that they were and their relationship with the land, the ranch, and their horses. It really is a good book. It's called, again, Riding with Reagan from the White House to the Ranch by John R. Barletta. John Barletta died in 2018, but the book itself is really a testament to both men. Yeah. Just to remind our listeners too, the episode that I did with Bruce called Clasier. Bruce went to the White House and um, exhibited cutting horses. They had cutting horses in the front front lawn of the White House. And that's when Ronald Reagan was in office. Yeah. Yeah. It was Ronald Reagan was the president. So Dale Robertson, the actor, and Bruce called Clasier took cutting horses through downtown DC to the White House and set up an arena and had a, a cutting there for President Reagan. President Reagan really was a horseman. Yeah, a true horseman. So that's our story this week. Thank you for joining us. We look forward to spending more time with you and sharing stories of our industry. See you next week.